Captain, what's that horrible shape moving towards us? Oh my god, I think it's a whale. Thank you very much indeed. There we are, uh, just sitting here on my laptop and decided to make an intro for your brilliant show. Hope the tooth is sorted out, James. All the best, Peter Black. Uh, Would you know that was one of, I think, one of the nicest introductions we've had for a long time, don't you? It was very short, though. Yeah, that's all we need. Short is good. Short is very good. Uh, so if you want to make an introduction to the uh, James Whale radio podcast show thing, whatever, uh, then call us on uh, Whaley's call box, which uh, is, uh, if you would, oh, look, there we are, text coming in from listeners already. You tell them what the number is. Okay, it's uh, 0177-230-1771. Um, sorry, I missed that. Can you, can you move your phone away from the... Uh, no, I was just, just texting one of my fans. Uh, okay, the, the number no. is... I've done it. It's done. It's done. What? I've, I've texted the fan who was uh, getting in at the beginning of the show saying, could you say hi? So, hi, Bob. Right. You, you don't want me to give the number out then? What number? 0117 Yeah. What number's that? That's the Whaley call box. Oh, right, where people can ring and uh, and, and leave a, a message for the show or perhaps even do some kind of uh, introduction for us. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone at the moment. I'm, I'm, like we're having right. two different conversations. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Really? Yeah. Oh, right, okay, good, cool. Uh, have we, are we on the air? We, we are on the air. I have pressed the button, yeah. Oh, good. Hello, hello, welcome, uh, wherever you are. Have I mentioned the fact I've got a radio show on talk radio? I suppose you want to get out of the way at the start of the show, I suppose. No, no, I just thought I'd mention it, Monday to Thursday, 7 in the evening, uh, and uh, you can call in live. I, th- I, thought, I thought I'd mention that. And, and Sunday morning, mm-hmm. 11 o'clock Sunday morning on talk radio. Did I mention talk radio? It's very yeah. weird. But this, this, this programme, of course, can be heard everywhere. Yeah, but not on talk radio. Well, not yet on Talk Radio, but you know, you can we're, where we give you a little taster here. You could always join us on Talk Radio. I mean, I've I've spotted you ringing in a few times. I try and put different voices on. Mm. It didn't work, did it? Really? No. Here's a competition for a future. See if anybody can spot Rob ringing into my program on Talk Radio. <laughs> and there's a free copy of my autobiography, and uh, and probably give away a Whaley T-shirt for anybody who can spot him. It won't be hard. You just have to listen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, can we uh, can we start the program? Because uh, this is a program, of course, of uh, thoughts of the great whale. Talking about. Uh, actually, I want to start on a, a rather sad, sad note. First of all, because I haven't really mentioned, although I have tweeted quite a lot about about Charlie Gar, the little boy who's terminally ill, whose parents wanted to take him to America, who then wanted to get him uh, treatment. Uh, they've taken this case all the way through the courts and then have realised that there really is no hope for little Charlie and that he must be allowed to die. He's kept alive on a life support machine. He can't see, he can't hear. Uh, in fact, there's, there is nothing going on, we're told by the medics. The unfortunate thing is that this there will always be an argument of what if he'd been able to leave the country and go at an earlier stage, and we'll have to leave that for the people concerned to sort out in their minds. But now I feel heartily sorry for the parents of Charlie Gar because they can't, they're finding it difficult to handle their grief. They want to have more time with him. And probably the kindest thing is to let him go, to go to back to the courts while that little boys just being kept artificially alive, to keep going back to the courts. This is for the benefit of the media and a few screaming lunatics, in my view, uh, who've got th- this whole business about uh, the right to life. 
you know, the, the screaming lunatics who uh, are anti-abortion and every other sort of, who, who are hanging around outside the court and probably encouraging Charlie's parents to carry on. They need to be given time to mourn their child. And, and, and this continual circus and encouragement for them to go to court is awful. I feel really sorry. I mean, Mrs. W reminded me, I'm not religious and nor is she, uh, of the, the parable of, uh, of Herod who said he was going to cut two people arguing over a baby and said, you know, okay, well, I'll tell you what, if you can't decide between you, I'll cut him in half. And one woman said, no, no, please, you know, the other woman can have him and uh, she's entitled, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Herod then decided that the woman who said don't cut him in half was really his mother. uh, Everybody knows that, don't they? It's pretty obvious, like a lot of this religious twaddle is always just very obvious things, that, that they're being, I think, manipulated by other people. I don't know whether Charlie Gard could have had a better quality of life had he been allowed to leave the country months ago. But I think it's pretty clear now that there is no more hope. And just to, you know, I, I can understand they want to take him home, but that sometimes is not, not just not possible. And now to look for a team to, you know, he needs to be allowed to go. The media, we really should butt out now. We should stop talking about it. We should stop writing about it. His parents need to be given time. They are in the media spotlight. They're not used to it. They've never been used to it. They're now being pulled from pillar to post by various groups who have vested interests. And it's the saddest, awfulest thing I think I've seen for a long, long time. Right, I've finished about that. Anything you want to add? No, I agree with everything you've just said. Yeah, I'm I'm quite intense, really, and intellectual. We'll talk about this banning of cars later. We put that out on Facebook, did we not? Um, And uh, we got a lot of response to that, so we'll talk about uh, uh, that. Um, I was quite interested in the sperm count, but I'll I'll talk about that in a moment. But what I do want to talk about is this. Um, The news has just come about that the government is going to uh, have a report done on how important to us immigrants in this country are, how important immigration from the European Union is. They've decided to do this so they can work out how damaging, if at all, um, stopping free movement of trade from Europe could be to the country. Mind you, they didn't bother to tell Boris Johnson, who was asked the question uh, while he's away on a uh, on, on some tour of Australia, Um sucking up to the Australians like never before. Our friend Colin in Geelong will love this. So why we're sucking up to the Australians, we don't want their flipping lamb, do we? We've got enough lamb over here. We don't need to go to Australia to buy anything. And what what are the Australians, if the Australians want stuff off us, they can buy it anyway. Why are we sucking up to the fucking Australians all of a sudden? I thought we preferred New Zealand lamb. Oh, I don't know, whatever. It, do- it really doesn't matter. It just f- annoys me. And here we are going on about America. Oh, we're going to have America. We've got to allow chlorinated chicken in. Rather tasty. Thank you very much indeed. Lovely. Um, we haven't got to buy anything off America or any of these other countries for, as far as food is concerned. We have countries on our doorstep just across the channel. Uh, and we have farmers here who are setting aside land that could be used to grow food or to graze food, we could be more, much more self-sufficient than we are at the moment. So, this whole idea that the government are so thick and so stupid that they haven't yet worked out how the lack of of European immigration might affect us. So now Amber Rudd, the Secretary of State involved, is calling to have a report done on this. The report will take uh, quite some time, probably cost us a flipping fortune as well. Uh, These are are the people in this government, are the the politicians in this country of all sides, are they so stupid? Are they so ignorant, so unable to run the country properly? It beggars belief that here we are, unfortunately, misguided people voted to leave the European Union. Now, I've got no truck with the European Parliament, like any other parliament. I think politicians and people who want to be politicians are usually in the main, not all, but in the main, they're the sort of people you don't really want 
as politicians. It's it's like, you know, people who want to join a club aren't really the people you want. Um, but we have to keep on them. We have to, they want to be public servants. We have to make sure they understand the role of public servant. So here we are. We're supposed to be uh, all organised and finished in just over a year's time. Uh, the European Union is saying, we're, we're sorry, but we don't think Britain's going to be in a position to come to any kind of agreement with us in a year. They're pushing the, or wanting to push the date back. The Home Secretary is now looking at uh, running a report into how immigration or lack of it from the European Union uh, might harm business in this country, something that they should have thought of before. Uh, David Cameron has a lot to answer for. Because I'm sure he didn't think we people would vote to leave the European Union. I knew they would because there are a lot of, you know, innate racists around who, who thought and they voted to leave the European Union. Again, not all, but a large majority of people voted because they said, well, too many foreigners in the country. We want to go back to how it was. And if I hear that term, we want to get control of our borders, I will scream. What does we want to get control of our borders actually mean? Do we do people assume that everybody can just walk into this country? Because you can't. Unless you've been in and out recently, you won't know how difficult it is to go through security into this country. On the other hand, if you want to break into this country illegally, well, we're an island. You can come into this country at any point around the coast. We have not got and probably never will have enough people patrolling our coast to see whether people are coming in here illegally. In fact, we have no idea how many people are coming in here illegally. There could be a quarter of a million illegals in this country. There could be a couple of million illegals in this country. Uh, the black economy in this country is doing amazingly well. We don't even count people going out. They come in, we don't count when they go out. We could do, that's nothing that the European Union has set in stone. That's something we just don't bother to do. So here we are, we are where we are. A majority of people voted to leave the European Union. I suspect had people been given the right information, that wouldn't have happened. The European Union is a, is a, a, a dead duck. It's a, it's a dead duck. Parliament walking, if you like, their inability, their inability to help the migrant crisis and sort of the migrant crisis coming from war-torn areas of the world, and also people coming from areas of the world because they think they can improve their lot. They're living in countries that have nothing to offer them and they want to get out and they want to go somewhere where they can make more of themselves. And I quite often hear people say, we don't, we, we don't want economic migrants coming. Why not? These are people who are coming here prepared to work. These are people who are actually doing something to improve their lives. We could probably do with a lot more of those rather than the moaning old bastards who watch daytime television, sit on their fat, flabby asses, and complain about people who are taking their jobs when in actual fact they don't want to work, do they? And much as I despise the European Parliament and the reasonably undemocratic way it works, if we leave Europe and the organisation, we are not going to have any kind of say and input into changing it and improving it. But as I said, that wonderful term that everybody uses, we are where we are. So I do, any of you have any thoughts you want to express on this? If you would like to uh, answer some of the questions that maybe I posed, you know how to do it. You can uh, email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. And you can go on our phone line and you can call me on Whaley's uh, phone box and leave a message and we will, uh, if it's a good one, we'll play, if it's a bad one, we'll probably play it 0117-230-1771. Uh, this is James Well. Rob is producing the programme. I don't know where he is because he's been quiet for some considerable time. I've been um, listening. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad because, you know, you'll, uh, you'll learn. Well, I have to make notes of every time you swear, so I, I have to listen I very carefully. When did I last f***ing swear? Just then. Oh, right. Oh. I don't realise I'm doing it. Yeah, so that's uh, 13. Okay, right. Make, make note there. You there see, we go. That, that's the problem. When I'm on, the, on, on, on talk radio, yeah. um, I, I, of course, have a dump button. Yes, I am the dump so button. So every time I swear, I just press a button. Yeah. We don't have that here. That's the problem I have with the BBC. I leave the swearing in, but I have to beat them. Oh, that's fine. In fact, I, I prefer that. Well, you get a taste. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very good idea. I think that's a very good idea. 
Um, okay, well, those are those are my feelings. Some of the more serious uh, situations uh, going on. The one that I did put out on on uh, on Facebook because I was uh, I was just feeling a bit. Uh, the Western world has a low sperm count, apparently. Our sperm, guys in the Western world, is going down. And uh, I thought, well, that's terrible. That means we're on the way out, doesn't it? That's good news. What, that we're on the way out? No, no, the low sperm count. Well, I don't know if it's a, if it's a good news or not. I what? mean, it, it, it may be that Western civilization is on the way out. We might need a conservation program to sp- save the species. Well, it means you can get more practice in, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I actually don't believe in conservation programs because I think when species have had their time, they should be allowed to go with dignity. Um, so I asked the question on Facebook, uh, <laughs> is it time to run some sort of conservation program to save the, the Western man? Uh, Claire Mandelson said, no, we are the true vermin of the planet and I hope for a comet strike to wipe us all out. Oh, Claire. <laughs> Uh, Mark Summers says, my wife accused me of having a low sperm count. I was so angry. I gave her a right mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Jim Blair, no relation to Tony, says, I stop wasting valuable time counting and bang on with the job in hand. <laughs> oh, dear. And our good friend Tom Paul said, how should I count them? Slowly, Tom. Uh, Jeff Samuel said, well, I've got eight kids, so mine's okay. Yeah, but it might have been, but now it might not be, Jeff. It might not be anymore. Uh, Martin Bramham, uh, Brammer says, why bother? The new world order is replacing the West with a far cheaper but lower grade of life form, so we're clearly not needed or wanted anyway. I think Martin's probably got a very good point there. Uh, Daryl Earnshaw says, natural selection gets rid of all the racist whites. Uh, Chris Manick Monday says, mine works. If any ladies need a donation, I'm more than happy. Uh, Dave Bruce says, the chemicals in our water and air and food appear to be working. Well, they do. Mankind, too many of us, aren't they? Uh, Paul Kennedy says, no, just uh, stop eating shit, smoking fags and drinking booze, problem solved. Yeah, well, what, listen, if you stop eating shit, smoking fags and drinking booze, what fun is there left for you? Uh, Dylan Grandad Wynne Jones says, uh, whatever they try, it will come to nothing. <laughs> and Karen Jane Beach says, stop messing with our food and modifying it to make it more presentable. We don't know what we are eating these days. No wonder sperm is dying. A um, couple more. Owen Lucas says, I'm considering storing mine in some kind of facility. Uh <laughs> just in case of some kind of fictional apocalypse. And Gareth Sprague says, damn, I should have had the snip. Yeah, maybe you should, Gareth. Maybe that's exactly what everybody should be having, having the snip. Yeah, that might be an idea. What a shame Donald Trump's parents didn't think about that. Um, Right, so uh, there's another really good story which is uh, opening up just now. Apparently Denmark is banning all ritual slaughter. Uh, So you won't be able to get kosher meat or halal meat in Denmark. Now, I think this is an excellent move, very good idea. Uh, but, of course, that means that uh, we here in Britain, who do quite a lot of ritual slaughter, will be, we'll be selling the masses, won't we? Uh, ritual slaughter, it just, it's bizarre. It's the same way that people wear clothes and say, oh, this is because my God wants me to wear these clothes, ridiculous sort of stuff. Absolutely stupid, in my opinion. Of course, my opinion doesn't count for an awful lot. Didn't we stop buying Danish uh, meat after Jamie Oliver told us to buy British instead? No, I don't think anybody takes any notice of what Jamie Oliver says, do you? I don't know, he had a programme about pigs once and he told us all to eat British bacon and make sure we saw <laughs> the British sign on the pack. I think we should eat at food if we can get it. I mean, I think also we expect food to be so cheap and some of the food uh, that is cheap... Um, it used to, when I was a kid, you know, the, the food bill was one of the main expenses after your rent. Now people go and buy food and they expect it to cost next to nothing. It's still quite expensive, though, food. Well, not compared with other things people buy, not compared with the fuel you put in your car. Not, mm. you know, not compared with, with all sorts of stuff. Food, 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 meat in particular, has become cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I must buy the best cuts then. Yeah, you probably do. 
you know, and, and we all eat too much of it. So we used to be able to afford to eat meat once or twice a week if we were lucky when I was young. And people eat meat maybe two or three times every day now. Yeah, but I have, I have a problem because I'm a meatitarian. I don't eat any vegetables whatsoever. There's no need to be smug about that. I'm not smug about it. I mean, it. That, that sounds to me like you have a medical problem and you should be getting help for it. Well, I'll just eat the meat. And, and yeah, but that, that's, it's not a balanced diet. You can't do that. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll soon die, you know. I'm, yeah. It'll balance itself out. Well, you know, and there's no such term as a meatitarian either. Well, what is there a term for people that don't eat vegetables? Stupid. Right. Okay. I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, we know that. I mean, I don't think we have to talk about that. Um, right. What else? We, should we talk about Donald Trump for a minute? Uh, I mean, isn't it time that we got rid of him? I mean, the idiot. He was talking to uh, the Boy Scouts of America or whatever, the scouting movement of America. He got completely lost in what he was saying and then started rambling on. Uh, and then saying, and they won't show you the audience here. There must be millions of you here. They won't show it on the fake news channels. I mean, the man's a monster. Now he's uh, decreed that there will be no transgender people in the American forces, and there are thousands of them already serving and serving bravely in America. The man is an absolute asshole. Why is he still there? He was voted in. Ah, oh, yeah, that must be it. Bloody democracy, again, gets everywhere and ruins everything, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, is it time to remove Donald Trump before he does anything silly? And Gareth Munger says, before he does anything silly, question mark, question mark, question mark, do you watch, read, hear the news, James? Uh, Nick Smith, uh, you're an idiot, James. Liberalism is a mental disorder and you have it. Nick Smith, there is only one f***ing idiot and that's you. Uh, Marinella uh, Kissinger Snezny, or some stupid name like that, which can't be real, surely. Uh, no, it's not time. Uh, so much better that we had to put up with for eight years. It was ridiculous. You're an idiot. You only an American could have a name like that, Marinella. Um, Barack Obama tried to do a lot for people of America, uh, even if he got some of the things wrong. This man is just a monster. In fact, I'm not sure he's mentally right. Uh, Carl Frost says, no, no, just because you don't like him, millions voted for him. What about their wishes? Millions voted for Adolf Hitler, Carl, or millions followed him. Uh, Chris James, ask yourself this. Who's done more damage to their country, Trump or May? Uh, Trump, I would think, Chris, without any shadow of doubt. Uh, Rob Riley says, problem with removing Trump is the job would then go to Pence, who has some equally obnoxious views, but isn't stark staring mad. Yeah, that's a, that's a point. But, you know, the Americans actually have to wake up and realise they are not the most important people in the world. Uh, Hannah says uh, America voted for him. They deserve it for being so stupid. Was he the lesser of two evils? No, you reap what you sow. I have no sympathy for America, says Hannah. The problem is, Hannah, it could affect us. But still, he's promising to do a very, very good deal for us. We we're going to get very cheap chlorinated chicken. And I know Rob will enjoy that. No, it's bad for your eyes. Don't get it in your eyes. Don't get the chicken in your no, eyes. No, no, no. Well, don't stick it in your eyes. Then. Um, Craig W. North says he's the best president in the U.S. since Reagan. Craig, you're an idiot as well. Uh, Bill Roberts, no way. More silliness from him, please. It's very entertaining. Uh, Ornsby, Julie, no, Trump hasn't been given a chance to rule yet. <laughs> Some f***ing thick people out there. Uh, Lynn Cheshire, there is nothing wrong with Donald Trump. A refreshing change and pure entertainment to boot. Give the guy a chance. Yeah, I can't, I'm, 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 I'm fascinating that some of you actually think he's doing a good job. The man pulls the, the most ridiculous faces and says the most stupid things, and some of you think he's doing a good job. I can only hope you're Americans. I can't believe any British people would feel that way. But still, never mind. You, uh, you, you know your own mind. You know your own mind. <laughs> uh, you can always get in touch if you uh, if you can put your thoughts down on paper. Why don't you email me, James Well Radio at gmail.com. Or for those who support Trump, let me do it this way: James 
whale radio at gmail.com. Right. Um, now, you've got a choice. Should we, do, uh, should we do tech talk? Should we have some music or shall we do whale's mail? Oh, let's do, let's do the, uh, the music. You want to do the music? Yeah, because we were supposed to have this piece of music last week, but you talked so long that I had to take the yeah. music out. You took the music out? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, because we've only got an okay. hour slot on the radio, so, you know. Yeah. Did I talk a long time? Well, I might have helped a bit. A bit like I'm doing today, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I think we've done half an hour and I haven't stopped. Okay. Um, right, so uh, this uh, little note we got from Dan, who said, hope you're having a great week. Nashville grunge rockers Rusty Ship are back with their spiky grunge punk. I didn't know there was such a thing. Uh, new single is called Tip of My Tongue, and uh, it's out. You can get it now. Have a listen to this. Thank you very much indeed, Rusty Ship and Tip of My Tongue. And thank you uh, to Dan for bringing that piece of music to our notice. And if you have any music you would like us to play, get in touch, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Or give us a call, Whaley's Call Box, 0117-230-1771. And uh, all these numbers and all these contacts are on our website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk, I think you will find. Uh, you will find, because they are. You will find, yeah. Okay, right. Oh, I'm just going to turn my chair around my 
leg's killing me. Um, is it time uh, for Tech Talk? I'll have a sit back now, let you do something. OK, it's, it's, it's all going facial recognition. That's the new thing. Really? Yeah. We got, yeah, uh, but I, I, I can pull funny faces, not quite as stupid as Trump's, but I can pull funny faces. Uh, does that not cause problems? No, um, they're using new cameras to make a 3D map of the face. So it's, not, it's no longer just looking at a face and going, yeah, that looks about right. It's now more or less 100% accurate, so much so that in Australia, of all places, they're going to start using it in airports so you can just walk straight through and it knows who you are. And in Britain, we're going to start possibly introducing it on our tube system so that when you walk up to the barrier, it just instantly recognises your face and lets you in. Well, that would be a good idea. That would make life a lot easier, wouldn't it? Eventually, it'll be a cash point. You'll be able to go up to the cash point, stand there and tell it how much money you want, and then it'll yeah. dispense it. And everyone will be on a massive database, and there'll be no more criminals. Because think of all the CCTV footage. It instantly recognises who you are. Well, listen, talking about criminals, uh, the news out the uh, the other day that they have released over 70 people wrongly from jail because the prison system is in such chaos at the moment, so something needs to be done. Well, this could be the uh, the way forward. I'm sure yeah, there'll be loads of people complaining. Good idea. And if you, uh, if you misbehave, you get electric shocks down the phone or... Yeah, that might be going a yeah, little bit too far. Um, there's a, a new toothbrush uh, in the pipeline that uh, you just yeah. pop, pop it in your mouth and it cleans your mouth for you. It's like a robotic toothbrush. Well, that's a good. Well, you just leave it in and it runs around, does your teeth. A bit like uh, Mrs. W's got a robotic vacuum cleaner. Yeah, it's not as clever as that. I mean, it's obviously not just running around. It's like, a, think of a gum shield with loads of brushes on it. And you put it in, 10 seconds uh -huh. later, you got it's like a dishwasher for your mouth. And it's got little jets that squirt stuff in between the teeth and no, do I things think, like that. I think it's just got vibrating uh, bristles that uh. just happen to fit all snugly around your mouth. And apparently it saves you 100 days off your lifetime of brushing your teeth. I quite like brushing my teeth because it's a, a good time to stand there and uh, admire how wonderful you look. It's also good for your wrist muscles because I can't think of any other exercise where you can exercise your wrist. No, that's a very good point. I can't either. Uh, films? Yeah, fil yeah, films, yeah. Uh, Dunkirk. I've seen the ads for this. Looks a bit gruesome. Yeah, it's okay. It, it's not overly gruesome. Uh, it's very good. I, I uh, enjoyed it is the very wrong word, obviously. Um, but yeah. It's very well done. And I'm thinking of going back and taking my daughter to see it so she's uh, a bit more sort of clued up about wars, etc. Is it is it is it quite uh, true to the actual historic story of Dunkirk and the little ships? Yeah, it it, it doesn't appear to be very Americanized like all the other films, like that Churchill bollocks that I saw a few weeks ago. Um, who stars in it? I have no idea. <laughs> well, actually, in a way, that's good because that means the film was uh, was good and uh, and it didn't need an individual star to make it good. Well, I, I, I can't recognise faces. I mean, if a member of my family walked yeah. in, I wouldn't recognise them. I have this weird condition that I just don't recognise. I'll be watching a film and I'll be halfway through it and then I'll just turn to the wife and say, isn't that so? And she'll go, yeah, that's that. I'll go, oh, OK. And it's taken me the half the length of the film to try and work it out. So I need the, one of those uh, facial recognition systems inbuilt into my head. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah terrible with faces so i don't know I, when i go to see films i have a reasonable idea if it's a really big film with big actors in it um, mm. who they are apparently the um somebody in, in this film um who's the guy that did uh, don't blow the bloody doors off michael kane he's in the film yeah he's got a yeah. cameo role in it and nobody spotted it apparently mm. i didn't spot uh. it either Oh, well, that'd be good. I would like to see that, actually. I'll have to get... When it comes out on DVD or whatever it is now. Oh, I've got a pile of uh, Blu-rays to send you. I've, I've finally put them all together. <coughs> oh, well, good. Send them, because some, some of the stuff on television is absolute crap at the moment. Big Brother's coming to an end. Is, is the celebrity one starting soon? Starts next Tuesday. Yep, Celebrity Big Brother. It is a year since I went into the Big Brother house, and I can remember how I felt at this time. I was waiting. Because what they do, uh, before Celebrity Big Brother, you have no idea who is going in the house with you. And a lot of the stories you read in the papers are fatuous, and they, they give lots of false information out, so you have no idea. Uh, and 48 hours before the programme kicks off, you're taken away to a secret hotel, and you have a minder. And you're not allowed out of the room for 48 hours. All the food is brought in. Uh, they take you out 
in very sort of strange ways for exercise and fresh air. But you're kept in this room until you're taken then secretly into the Big Brother house. Um, and you don't know until you go down the stairs who is in the house. You have no idea. Except last year you were in the room next door to Christopher Biggins. I was in the room next door to Christopher Biggins, who has an unmistakable voice and was yelling and screaming very loudly, so I knew he was definitely in there. But I had no idea about the other people. And do you still need a lift to the studio next week? No, 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 no. No. I, I imagine I might do a few bits on the side, but uh, I can't tell you any more about it than that. I have no idea who's going in. Um, and I wish them well, because it takes a long time mentally to recover. People think I might be funny and a bit trite, uh, but they do all kinds of stuff with you, and they put you in the most difficult position, and sometimes you don't even see, uh, because you're in there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you only see every day about a, an hour or so of what went on. Well, I look forward to seeing you uh, soon on the tally. Anyway, moving swiftly on, um, what should we do now? Should we uh, should we talk about the, uh, the this whole business about cars? Because I think that's quite fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. The government's decided that uh, in 2040, 23 years from now, uh, there will be no more petrol or diesel cars allowed on the roads. Now, this is great. Well, it's not great, but this is, you know, fine to say this. So we're going to make the, the world a cleaner place. Uh, what about the buses? What about the trains? What about the aeroplanes, more importantly? What about the great big ships that do more polluting? Uh, why pick on the cars? I drive a car that's 20 years old. So if I was to buy a new car now, um, and the way modern cars are built, they're going to last 20, 30, sometimes 40, if not longer. So in 2040, there'll be a lot of people driving cars um, that they're still quite keen on. And that's if you buy them now. So why would anybody go out and buy a new car now, knowing full well that that car is only going to have a lifespan of 20 years, and after that it's worth nothing? So that as soon as you buy that car now, it's going to depreciate even more. Why would anybody go and buy a car? Can I just clarify something for myself and for some yeah. people that might be listening? When I first read about this news, it said new cars from 2040 will no longer be allowed on the road if they have petrol. It doesn't say anything about old cars. I think, unless I'm mistaken, I think it's just new cars that aren't allowed to be made and put on the road. No. I, I think from what I have heard and from the people I have interviewed, by 2040 there will be no cars on our roads with internal combustion engines. But I think that's the ideal. But I think there'll be a period where old cars will still be on the road and they'll naturally die out and then classic cars which will be your ford escorts and um your subaru impressors by then obviously um <laughs> would would still be allowed on the road under certain conditions it's a bit like saying you can't have any uh, steam trains on the railway tracks i think what they want to do is they want to get rid of the internal combustion engine but actually trying to i mean if if you're right then then okay but uh, there's going to be an enormous amount of questions asked. First of all, what about all the tax revenue that comes from uh, putting your petrol or your diesel in your car? They're then having to find that by road pricing, probably. There's talk now that all roads will be priced and different days that you travel. So if you travel at peak time, you will pay more than if you travel sort of when nobody else is, is really on the road. So if you're taking your children to school, then you will end up paying quite a lot more than somebody who's just going to the shops later on. If you commute to work, you're going to pay probably through the nose. And the technology exists so that every new electric car that you buy and you drive, um, you will have to pay a surcharge, obviously, because otherwise there's going to be a gaping hole in the revenue uh, for for the country. Um, they can put black boxes now in cars, and they do in some of them. So every car will probably come as standard with a black box that will track everywhere you go. And then, of course, the next thing is that they will know when you've exceeded the speed limit. So if you're going down the motorway and you're sort of cruising along at 75, 80, 85 miles an hour, as we all do, uh, you'll probably get a ticket and a fine. If you park in a bay with your wheel slightly over the parking bay, you'll probably get another fine. This is a license, in a way, for people to print money, and nobody's talking about this, are they? 
Well, it's up to the car manufacturers to scupper it then, isn't it? Yeah, but they won't. They'll do what the government... If the government legislates and say every car has to have a black box and everybody will have to pay a surcharge uh, because otherwise we're losing so much money. I mean, one of our biggest revenue streams in this country is coming from those of us who drive cars. This is very true. This is all very worrying. It is. I, I find the whole thing... Look, I've got nothing against driving an electric car as long as they're reasonably priced. But if you're saying you've got to phase them all out, what about the trucks? What about the, the haulage industry? What about public transport? What about the flipping aeroplanes? If, if all of this diesel is as dangerous as the government say it is and the scientists say it is and everybody says it's killing, you know, 200,000 people a year are dying prematurely because of the, the poisoning from this, sperm counts going down, people, are, you know, if it is really that bad, then why the flipping heck haven't we just got rid of it? Why don't we say, I'm sorry, but this is like spreading cyanide gas around. It's stopping, and tomorrow there will be no diesel engines allowed anywhere. If it is that dangerous, that's what they should do. But we can't, can we? We can't because society would fall apart. If you, if you grounded all aeroplanes, which uh, <laughs> how do you get a jet engine to fly without diesel? Glider. We'll all have to go around in yeah. gliders. Well, there we are. I mean, it, it, the whole of world trade will fall apart. I don't think the planes are going to be the... I think it's just in built-up areas they want to try and get the diesel fumes out. Mm. Well, who knows? They're not very clear, are they? And so perhaps the, we, we need to think on this. Well, they're not very clear, because I'm still not confused whether it's just new cars or... you mm. know. So I think they need to make it clearer. But why would you buy a car now? Well, I don't. I, as if you, know, you knew in 20 years that car, because you've got a car that's up 20 years old, haven't you, nearly? More or less, yeah. Yeah. Um, why would you buy a car now? Why would you get a new car now? I wouldn't. If I was going to buy a new and, car, I'd buy an electric car. Trouble is, most electric cars will run for, uh, for you. It's okay, you don't go anywhere. But I do 80 or 90 miles every day. Yeah, but it's happening every year, a bit of tech talk, every year battery technology increases its uh, capacity by about 30%. So... By that time, there'll be no issues with the distance. That, that I can guarantee. That's a, that's, right. a, that's a Rob guarantee. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, I, might look, I, might, I might look around for a, an electric car. Yeah, well, they're coming. They're, they're, all the manufacturers are making electric cars. Mm. So it's, it, it will happen. There must be some provision there for people that say, I've got a classic car and I want... I mean, at the end of the day, you just put it on a trail and you drive it around a track, don't you? There'll be specific areas where you'll be allowed to drive classic cars, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a very old Mercedes, as you know. Yeah. A soft top that I don't drive very often. That's almost a classic car, isn't it? You, you, you it is a classic car. Yeah. yeah. And I, I take the top down on a nice sunny day and I don't drive it that often. Yeah, so give it give it another twenty years if it's still roadworthy. That'll be definitely in the bracket of a classic car. All right, okay. Uh, I, I feel a bit better about it, but uh, listen, we better get on. We're running out of time. Let's do Wales Mail. Let's do the comments from people um, that have talked about the uh, cars. Oh, we haven't done that. No. Oh, I thought we'd done that. No. We, we... <laughs> uh, Mark Foster says it'll never happen. We'd have to build 30 new power stations, and even then, if everybody plugged their car in at the same time, the lights would go out. That's a good point. Uh, David McMillan says, as a self-confessed petrol head, which is one of my only vices that contradicts my position on the environment and climate change, I have to say this. It's fantastic news. My mind has slowly been changing to the fact that great cars will not need to be powered by liquefied dinosaurs in the future. And as electric hybrid vehicles start to become more mainstream and affordable, I'm pretty sure that most car people will not care where the power comes from. You're right. You're absolutely right. I agree with that. Um, except I don't think the government have thought this through properly. And I also think, you know, we think it's quite easy and quite cheap. You get an electric car, you can uh, power it up for next to nothing. The government can't afford to lose the revenue stream from fuel. So it'll have to be rethought and it won't be as cheap as it is now, anywhere near. Uh, Ian Gregory says, very sad that they are getting rid of them. A car needs an engine. A noise to stir the emotions. You can always go broom, broom. Uh, Lee Wood said, it's time that we stop burning dinosaurs f to f for fuel for our cars. This is a good decision. 
And this is the only way that car manufacturers will put more R&D into electric cars. What's R&D? Research and development. Well, right, OK. Uh, Steve Kenton says, unless you can extend the range of uh, an electric car to around 250 to 300 miles, uh, you have a UK network of five-minute fast chargers, then the electric, or you have a, a network of five-minute fast chargers, uh, then the electric vehicle will be uh, as much use as a chocolate flamethrower. But, uh, Steve, don't worry. Rob assures me that uh, that's going to be sorted. Neil... Uh, McLennan says, how do I take legal action against the government for lying to me, saying that diesel is the cleanest fuel? I've got a fleet of 20 diesel-powered vehicles. That, Neil, is a very good point, and you should consult your solicitor about that, because there may well be, because Mrs W's got a new diesel car, and, and we bought that car because we were we were told this was the way forward, this was the cleanest engine, and uh, this would be the thing of the future. So we bought that car thinking we were doing a good thing. And, uh, I, I mean, that car I've got on finance, I'm going to have to be paying for that for the next four or five years. Uh, and, I'm bit, and then it has one of those balloon payments on the end of it, and I imagine in, in four or five years it's now not going to be worth anything is it so i think we will all have to expect some kind of compensation off the government it's a very good point you make uh gary beach says it it'll happen but it won't last and it won't work and that's a fact so keep your diesels i think gary it will work because eventually fossil fuels will uh will burn out if you'll excuse the pun barry love says uh, and what prey happens to all those enthusiasts Vehicles, the classic cars, etc. Don't tell me the owners will just roll over. Uh, Craig Newland says, I probably won't be around, but even though I'm a petrol head, it was going to have to happen at some time. And I think he is very right. There were very many more of you who took part in that. Thank you very much indeed. It's interesting to hear your thoughts. Now, what about Wales Mail? Uh, Wales Mail, yes. I'm just thinking about yes. all the adverts we're going to have on telly or radio. Have you been missold a diesel car? <laughs> Mm. Well, that's a point. What, what, what do I do about Mrs W's fantastic new diesel? Well, it's about two years old now. Uh, That's still got a number of years to pay it off, and then it has a balloon payment at the end. Don't you just not pay what? the balloon payment and they take the car back? I think that's the solution, isn't it? Can I just say that is the most ridiculous thing <laughs> I've heard you say for a while, and you say some stupid things. <laughs> uh, now, if you, want to, uh, if you want to get in touch with the uh, programme, James Well Radio at gmail.com uh, or you can call us on Whaley's phone box which Rob will tell you the number of oh yes it's uh, 01172301771 leave your message and uh, we'll include it in the program next week won't we uh, well if we have some Skype are useless at the moment are they why well they keep messing around they've taken off the nice voice message we left and replaced it with a woman saying he's not in leave a message well, can you take that off? No. Why? Because it's uh, it's it's a Skype thing. They've uh, they've stopped us from having uh, nice voice. Who messages. the f hell do they think they are? Microsoft. Well, tell Microsoft to bog off, will they? I mean, uh, it's nothing to do with them. They've turned the professional uh, communications tool called Skype into a pile of shite. Skype is shite. Skype is shite. Well, let's use something else for the Wiley's phone box. Keep bringing that. Let's use the number and, and do, do it another way. Yeah. Let's do Wales Mail. Uh, Richard Field says, uh, James, remember me? No. Oh. Uh, in 1996, you called my home after you'd received over 20 faxes that were claimed to be from me. Gosh, do you remember faxes? Uh, a friend of mine had sent them intending to set me up. You called me, not once, but twice. I'm glad to say that back then I didn't have a fax machine and I still don't. I don't think anybody does. Uh, in fact, I have only just started using the internet today and my first search was your name and I'm not addicted to your show. And I'm not addicted to your show. Thank you, Richard Field. All right. Uh, Richard, it's a long time you've, uh, you, you've carried these thoughts. I'd get over it if I were you. Um, I don't remember that at all, but I'm sure he's right. Uh, what's this? Qu quick question about your site from Winston. Yeah. 
Uh, I went through jameswellradio.co.uk yesterday. I just wondered if you've done any search engine marketing yet this year. Because I'm self-employed, doing that for various businesses for a number of years now. I need my family doing it so I won't complain. What was that? Oh, I feed my family doing it so I won't complain. Um, I first find out what your competitors have done uh, that we haven't done yet and address those issues. Usually there are quite a few things, more social media Uh, Involvement, improving the number and quality of inbound links on site content, video creation. With the videos, after I create a few for you, I can get those to rank very quickly for highly competitive keywords. I use tools that most people don't know about and would like to use them for your site. Let me know if you'd like more information or references. I have more than I know what to do with Winston. Thank you very much indeed, Winston. Well, I'll leave that to you. I can't believe I made you read out spam. Is that spam? <laughs> yeah, that was spam. Is that spam? It's spam, yeah. Why did you make me read out spam? <laughs> I just thought... I, just thought I was you... reading it. I was wondering, what the f*** am I reading this for anyway? Because you know all this shit, don't you? Uh, well, apparently not, because uh, um, most people don't know about the tools that are available. Winston does. Is that right? <laughs> Winston... Well, thanks for that, you pillock. Winston probably then doesn't even... He doesn't even exist, does he? Well, you know, we get so many of these stupid emails coming in saying, oh, I can improve your site. And then you go to Google and you type in James Whale. And we're at, this show is about the fourth. I think the top one is the talk show, etc., or or Wikipedia. But it's always on the first page. So why would you pay thousands of pounds mm. to some idiot? In You wouldn't. You don't, do you? Well, what's, what is the talk show? Talk radio. Oh, my talk radio show goes into the top, does it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, don't worry about that. It's, well, obviously, it's more important to you than, than this one. You know, so. I make more money out of it than this one, that's all. <laughs> I mean, that is true. So Because yeah. I don't make any money out of this at all. I didn't think you'd read it out, but you did, so there we go. Yeah, well, you can edit that, can't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take it out. Yeah, of course I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you. Uh, anyway, listen, if you want to find out more about this show and the marvellous things that go with it on our website and see some of the old television shows that I did back in the 90s, go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, right, is it time for Whaley's questions now, I think? Uh, yeah, Whaley's questions. We're going we're gonna to delay the um, who cares if uh, Doctor Who's a woman for another week. Yeah, I don't care anyway. It's only you put that in. Because you asked me to. No, I, I think you're the only one who cares about Doctor Who. Well, as it happens, I do have an opinion, but you're not going to hear it now. Okay, right, so, <clears throat> questions for the whale. Uh, Madge Cat. Who? Madge Cat. Yeah, okay, go on. Uh, if they invent a poo picker-up machine, will that be the end of doggy bags? Uh, no, it certainly won't, because they've had a poo picker-up machine before. They're useless. Uh, doggy bags are a waste of money. If you, uh, Everybody should pick up their dog poo, all right? Pick up your kid's poo, pick up your own poo, pick up your dog's poo. Every bit of poo should be picked up. Uh, my suggestion of what I do is I buy nappy sacks from uh, the supermarket. You get thousands and thousands and thousands of them. They're all perfumed. Uh, it costs next to nothing. And it's the best way to pick up the poo. Use nappy sacks. Supermarket own brand as well. They're even cheaper. I don't think they're called doggy bags because last time I asked for a doggy bag, it had food in it. Really? Not poo. Okay. Anyway, that's an answer. We're running out of time here and I don't want you to drop the music this time. So we better just do a couple more questions. Gary Miller. Hi, Gary. He wants to know if you prefer Charlie Chuck or Mr. Methane. Uh, Charlie Chuck. Yeah, I did a video of him uh, yesterday for you. Um, it was the first show in the new location of the James Well Radio Show, and you made Charlie Chuck watch paint dry for an hour. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that was funny. Um, and, the, yeah. and the paint was already dry. Yeah. I don't think that's ever been done on TV before. Uh, well, no, I think, uh, well, you're the first for everything, really, aren't you? Yeah. Where I lead... Others follow. Tom Poole, uh, when purchasing uh, property, oh, it's, it's very posh, this. How does one know when one has found the right one? 
One instinctively knows, Tom, when one walks through the door. Well answered. You're almost a professional. I am. Failing uh, that, get Kirsty. Uh, what's it to do it for you? Allsop. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Howard A. Lytham. I'm going with that. It could be Litham. I think it's Litham, but go on. Oh, so I messed up twice. Uh, I'll edit in. Uh, Howard A. Litham. No one will know. Uh, when there's poison gas leak or a smoke problem, we are told to stay indoors. Surely air just comes through anyway. Mm, yeah, I've never understood that either, to be honest with you. Uh, but I suppose you're uh, you, you're going to be better off if there's a, a cloud of gas outside. It may not come in quite as easily. And if you go out, I don't know. I just do what you're told, really. Okay, last one. Uh, Justin Richardson. Uh, I'm back in the UK for three whole weeks, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Uh, Good. Well, enjoy. <laughs> what do you recommend I do? I'd book a holiday to Spain. Yeah, pop over to France for a few days, get some great food in Italy, uh, um, or, uh, or just see the sights. Pop down to the Gower in South Wales. Stay clear of North Wales. You don't want to go there. <laughs> I was going to say, come to North Wales and you can entertain me. Yeah. Uh, right, that's it. We're back a little later. Tell your friends about the James Well Radio podcast available on everywhere. In fact, you know, I, I don't think there's any way you can't get it, is there? The only thing we can't do at the moment is give you an app because the lazy sod that produces this uh, program hasn't made it available. Aha, uh, uh -huh. I've got some news on the app. Go on. Last night while I was putting the show notes together, I got my laptop out and I have the uh, software which is called Xcode written by Apple. Uh, which allows you to write the apps. And I hadn't paid the uh, £80 subscription fee, which labels me to put the app up online. And But the Xcode software has changed significantly. But I did download the new version, which allows me to add the app to new phones. And it also allows me to now email the app to certain people. So I might be able to email you a copy of the app. Right, okay. So if anybody listening would like a copy of the app, they just have to email us. Yeah, I don't know how long it will stay on the phone for. It's like a test thing. You email it to people and they try it out for you. So yeah. it might only last a month, but I can keep emailing people. Okay, well, if you'd like to try out the app, uh, why don't you email us at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com and uh, we should put a little advert to that effect up on our website as well, shouldn't we? Yeah, because we need to we need to raise eighty pounds. So, so can people buy his book? Even if you've already got a copy, just just buy you know, another another copy or something. If we raise eighty quid, does that mean we can buy this the app and it can be out there for everybody? If we raise eighty pounds, we don't buy the app, we make the app. But if we raise eighty pounds, I can re-sign up to the developer program, the made by Apple, and submit the app to Apple for them to have a look at and verify that it's all legit and everything, and then it'll appear on the app store. For those of you with an Android phone, can I just say I'm very sorry it's tough shit, basically, because I don't know how to write software for an Android. Okay, unless anybody can do it for us, let us know. Um and uh, I'll put a tenor in. <laughs> Let me guess, when we go off air, you're going to ask to borrow a tenner, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob? Yes, sir? You better get your bleeper out and f***ing do your work. I'm going to have to make the show shorter because it looks like we might not have any music this week again, so I'm going to have to edit oh, out all your mistakes. Sake. I don't know why I'm going on so long. Right, okay, fine. Do you want me to do some drumming at the end again? No, I can't be bothered. Did you put that out last week? I did. I, I, I uh, yeah, yeah, did you not hear my little song? No, I didn't. I didn't listen last week's. You don't listen to any of them. I do listen to some. Your phone is clicking. You've got your phone next to oh, the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I was waiting for a call. Um, yeah, uh, I do listen to some. I mean, well, I, I don't listen to any of the stuff I do. I don't wa I've never watched most of my TV shows. When you get the app on your phone, you'll be able to listen, won't you? Easily. Yeah. I listen when people like Ash say, you ever listened to this? I didn't realise you did this, and then play it to me. And I think, oh, that sounds quite professional. Well, yeah, that sounds as good as a proper show. Really? Is that is that what people yeah. say? This is a proper show? I'm we not... should make some money out of it. That's what I think, you I, know. But I, anyway, I, if I was Chris Evans, I'd be making millions. I can't understand how he makes millions, and I don't. Ah, well, that's because uh, you're not... <laughs> right, I'm going. I've got stuff I must go. I've got a hedge to trim. Oh, shit and f***. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I'll see you later. That. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.